Good day, good day, good day. EAJ1023 listener fans, and those of you that also listen to the A-Game on Spotify. Welcome to another amazing section of the A-Game. I am your host, Reverend Winston C. Trumpet, and I'm going to be with you for a minute as we start to talk about the different ways that we can make sure that our top priorities become our goals, and that we take the proper actions necessary and keep the right mentality to get rid of those excuses so that we can stay on top of our A game. Yes, this segment is uh, it's going to be kind of special to me. Um, I, and it's going to be um, coming from a place of pain <laughs> that um, you'll understand in a few minutes as I get into the topic that I'm going to actually run for a while. Hello to everyone out there. I hope you all are doing well. Um, July 30th, a day, I'll never forget, July 30th, the year 2021. I was heading um, home from work. I got stuck in traffic on my motorcycle down in the downtown Manhattan area, right outside of the Holland Tunnel on Houston Street, a few blocks out for there. And I ended up getting rear-ended by a car and my whole life changed in seconds. Just sitting there, I was thinking about on my bike, uh, we were stuck there by the light about three or four times the light had changed and we hadn't moved forward and there was no threats or anything around me. I was actually thinking ahead to the day at, tomorrow would be would have been uh, the day after Saturday. I was going to go for a, a motorcycle ride with a friend of mine's up to Finger Lakes and man, we we're so looking forward to those nice soft um, blacktop roads in that scenic area and that's what was on my mind and next thing I know from behind me, I didn't see it coming. All I knew is next thing I know, I was up under my bike. Uh, long story short, uh, the car had that's two things that happened behind me that I didn't know. The car behind me moved out and the car behind him stood still. And the car next to that car tried to rush over and fill in the space that was empty by the car and behind me and ended up running into me. Um, and that's how I ended up with a broken pelvis, internal bleeding, um, fractured left foot. Um, some damage done to the apparatus that was in my knee from a full knee replacement I had had. And yeah, it was a, a, a very, 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 very uh, horrible. I ended up staying in the hospital for almost uh, 20 days. I had three operations. And right now, as I'm talking to you, I'm still not able to walk. I am on crutches. Um, I do get back and forth. I even get down to my job um, for a couple of days that I can stay on. I can't stay on my feet very long. And to say, you know, the least, it th turned my whole life around. I mean, and so my, my, my topic today has to deal with what I learned. Um, you know, I've always been one who talked about um, not quitting when things get rough or else you'll never see the goals that you get set for you if you give up just because uh, things happen. Um, and we all know that we could be with the best intentions and go forward in life and things just happen. And so I, over, over the time of my life, I've learned to be very persistent and to let perseverance get you know, done in me by the trials. You know, the book of James tells us to count um, all of our tries, trials as joy, for we know that they're the testing of our faith and that the testing of our faith produces perseverance, which makes us ready to handle everything. And I have the perseverance. And, you know, through these days of pain, some extreme pains that I haven't ever felt in my life, you know, the pain of the surgery itself, the pain of the body having to heal back after the surgery, the nerve damage and 
all that the days of pain, pain, pain. Oh my goodness, pain, pain to this very minute. What do you do? And so even though I can persevere, persevering in pain all that time changed. I needed something else and I found it. I found the other thing that was another ingredient necessary for us to be able to enjoy the, um, not, not the journey, not enjoy, but endure in such a way that we don't come out of it more um, un, unable to be able to handle the rest of things that life has for us, right? So I had some adjustments to make in my attitude a little bit. And uh, I want to talk to you for the next couple of weeks. I'm going to stay on this topic until I, I wear it out. <laughs> um, I want to talk to us a little bit about uh, the topic of resilience. Write that word down. We're going we're gonna to be on it for a minute. We're going to we're going to look at this coping skill for the next couple of weeks, because that's what um, this accident and the way it changed my life around and my perspective of things and the priorities um, changed. Um, so I want to talk about strengthening our coping skills so that we're ready for anything, because the Bible says we could be ready for anything if this thing perseverance kind of does its perfect work, because we all get buffeted by life's ups and downs, but we can choose not to let them get the better of us. We can we can learn to expect the unexpected and to prepare ourselves for the worst. And in, in days like these, resilience is what makes the difference between keeping your cool or losing it, keeping focused on your goal or stopping. And so these next uh, next next segments of the show, I hope will help you in your tough times as they have helped me and, the, uh, you know, in mine. I'm going to share my mind. I'm going to share the principles. I'm going to share my attitudes about it, you know, and you'll hopefully discover how to take control keep positive and and well and bounce back even stronger i'd like to say that this segment will be how the thing that came to 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 knock you off your 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 goal actually set you on your right path right and that's what it is it's like sometimes we have to remember that our setbacks can be our setup for our comeback and that's what this is this is using a setback as a setup for your comeback. And in order to do that, you have to persevere and you have to be resilient. When you boost your resilience, you'll set yourself up to thrive no matter what life throws at you, at least from the perspective that I'm going to share with you. There's some things I'm sure that we can say, no, never come back. But I'm just going to give you a quick summary today of uh, what we're going to cover. Um, having resilience is like um, it's, it's a tool inside your toolkit. Right. It's a tool inside your toolkit that allows you to um, to to have it ready, even when you don't even know you need it, even when you don't when you when you don't even know that you need it. So um, when I look at, at the way I'm going to spread this out, because I kind of wrote down like a little um, kind of like an agenda on how I'm going to cover as much in this topic as I'd like to. So here's some of the points that I'm going to cover over the next few weeks, because having resilience is about acknowledging that we live in a volatile world and being ready for tough times. It's about being resourceful and embracing challenges when they arise and seizing the opportunity to rebuild so that you can snap back stronger than before by preparing diligently. We can lay up a solid foundation for when things don't go to plan. Uh, after all, we'll struggle to deal with the unexpected. And if you're already stretched to the max because you've no reserve to call on, that is what where we do not want to find ourselves being uh, 
you know, buffeted by so many things in life that one more thing comes along and that breaks the camel's back. In order to do that, we have to understand that it's our responsibility to prepare for the unexpected um, as much as we can. Um, and we, we think like that, don't we? Who here is going on a trip, um, you know, beyond their regular daily commute in their car and doesn't make sure that they have a spare tire? And they want to make sure they have the spare tire and the jack please. I've had times when I had the spare tie, I had the jack, but I didn't have the lug wrench in there. <laughs> and trying to get that thing up with a screwdriver, a piece of wood, those things just, just make the job terribly hard. But anyway, we, we do prepare for things that we unexpected. We hope we don't get a flat tire, but we know that the possibility of getting one is then that we can actually do something that if it happens, we can end up with it not being as bad as not having the tools to be able to uh, take care of that situation and turn it into an opportunity to, you know, get yourself back on the road. So when we prepare Dimsy, what you do is you uh, lay a solid foundation for when things don't go to plan. After all, um, we all struggle. Like I said, we're going to deal with the unexpected. And if we're already stretched to the max, uh, we have no reserves to call on. So when we prepare on a personal level, we can assure ourselves that we're ready to cope with crises when they arise. So how can I say it? It's crucial to have a clear idea of what you need to achieve um, in your job, um, in your ministry, um, in the other areas of responsibility in your life to be self-confident and positive. And the way that you feel about a setback more than anything else will determine how you handle it. And positive thinking will help to steer you through the storm. Now, I'm not talking about fake thinking, saying, oh, it's not that bad. Um, it didn't hurt. No, it is that bad. And it hurts more than I care to say. But I am not going to let this stop me from accomplishing the things that I can do, even in this pain. See, and, and I found that we won't, I wouldn't have been able to bounce back emotionally and psychologically the way I have so far um, without having a good support team or a good support system that'll help to meet you through the tough times. You don't have to push yourself to the limit when you have people you can rely on. Their support allows you to conserve your personal resources so you can stay calm and focus and make good decisions while you get through the situation. And so um, I like to say that proper preparation prior to presentation prevents poor performance. And I say that to say that planning is the big part of being prepared, right? You, you will be less likely to be caught out caught up on our setbacks when we actively identify and plan for them and you can respond to them quickly and minimize the impact and of course you can't predict every eventuality but having some contingency plans ready means that you're not starting from scratch in situations that may happen now crises can blow up suddenly and unexpectedly some crises you can see coming if they tell you that they're downsizing and that everybody's going to be losing their job in two weeks okay you got two weeks to find another job, right? And it happens suddenly, unexpectedly. You, you don't know, you can't do nothing about it. Illnesses, health, accidents, all of these things hit us when we least expect it. And the more prepared we are to handle some things um, that may come about in life, it's the uh, it makes it easier um, because you're stronger and more confident because you, you're aware the way you're positioned in the situation, right? So, 
the 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 thing about it is that it's important not to panic, keep a clear head when when a crisis does happen. It isn't easy. It'll take um in in intestinal fortitudes, right? But but you'll be more likely if you can um to to know how to not panic. You'll see it through when you respond with care and composure. All right, and it all comes down to the aftermath right? Once the situation happens, that's a done deal. Now we have to deal with the aftermath. And recovering the aftermath of, of a crisis is key to preparing for the next situation that can come um, to you. You can be tempted to continue on the adrenaline high, but you need to acknowledge your feelings to celebrate your survival and to calm down and take it all in and put it in perspective. And the next question is, what's my next move from here? Only then can we regroup, learn from the situation and nurture growing our resilience. Um, that That's what I uh, kind of come to conclusion to. And so just like with anything else, they say, like, uh, be careful what you pray for, because you just might get it. You know, if you ask God for patience, watch out, you know, because uh, those kind of character um, development um, things um, have to happen to you in order for you to be prepared for it. You can't, you know, you have to be in an in impatient situation so that you can practice being patient in it because that's the only way to get good at being patient right so we we ask for something and then the situations in life come along that actually develop them we're like oh no that is not what i signed up for so if like me you want to be more resilient you want to be a person who meets difficulties head on and deals with them but how do you fulfill your current obligation because this was what happened to me as i laid there in the hospital how do i fulfill my current obligations to um those that i work with as as part of a staff and also with my my individual clients and customers um my customer base my 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 church family and my responsibility to them my and my my family my wife my children um you know how how do I fulfill my current obligations to them and attend to this emerging health crisis and in the middle of it maintain good physical and psychological health? That's a doozy because if I don't have the answers to those questions, that means I'm just going to go crazy. Okay, that's the answer to that. With all this happening, I'm just going to lose it. I'm just going to go crazy. They'll understand. If they were going through it, anybody going through it, we'll go crazy too, right? Well, no, we, we're we going to be people who, who have a, a greater handle on our emotions than that because resilient people tend to have, um, I guess I'd say we have a problem solving or a can-do attitude. Um, we find ourselves capable of rising to a challenge even when it's unexpected we don't dwell on failure but acknowledge the situation happened learn from our mistakes and move forward we've done this long enough that it's become not what we do but who we are um, we knew that every situation that came along life so far has given us an opportunity to grow um, better instead of bitter right and we used it for that we used it to get better you know here's a word of warning though it's not like I'm resilient, I can make it through anything. Resilience is not about doing it all like yourself when a crisis hits. As a matter of fact, the likely outcome of that approach is, is stress, poor decision-making, and eventual burnout. And we'll talk about how important it is to, to relieve a lot of stressors in our life by assigning parts of our responsibilities, let me say, to others who can do them better. 
so that we can be freer to do the things that we do well the best we can, right? So we we, we want to avoid pitfalls with a little forethought and preparation, and we can. And, and, and this way we can give ourselves the best chance of success in turbulent times. The coping strategies that I'm going to talk to you about for the next uh, couple of weeks, as I said, will will help you to remain cool, calm, and controlled in a crisis. And and time out afterward will allow you to recover, learn from our experiences. We'll emerge stronger than we were before because of it. Like if that didn't happen, we wouldn't have gotten this good or gotten this much better, right? And then we'll talk about how the, the, the power to see the long view of life and look back at life and say, you know, most of those things that happened that I thought was going to kill me actually created me, actually built me up and made me the person that is uh, standing in front of you today, right? It's about preparing yourself because we can cope in difficult times and function smoothly if we're stable and certain to begin with. If we already have a game plan for that, it's just like a football team. You know, they don't stop and cry when the guy when they get tackled and they didn't make it all the way down the field. No, they just huddle up in the middle because they planned for what if we get stopped, what we're going to do, how we going to start from there? Because that becomes a question, not how do we get to where we're going, but how do we get there from? From here becomes the question. How do we get there now that we can't walk? How can we get there now that you're in pain? How can you get there now that you lost your job, um, that your child is acting up? How can you get there from here? Because if we start changing our plans according to every mishap um, or, or, or uncontrollable thing that comes into our life, we'll end up going nowhere and regretting it. And time moves so fast. And next thing you know, you're looking back over your life with regret and wishing that I had taken the opportunity to do this or that. And it's too late. You see, and so what we want to do is we want to, um, you know, things that we want to identify that you need to achieve um, in, in, your, in, in your life so that we can be clear about what we have to concentrate on and what we can ignore. And we'll think about how um, we can manage the stress and, and all the tasks that we still have to do, um, help us to uncover reserves of energy and time to deal with the unexpected successfully by adapting um, how we go through our day, how we use our strength, how we use our resources um, physically, you know, how much we, how, how, what pace we need need to set in order to make it through, right? And, and from there, um, I guess it's going to be time to pay attention to your confidence, um, thoughts, attitudes, and beliefs, and remembering that that we don't have to go it alone. I think that's one of the most important things um, that you can see yourself. Um, if you look at the people in your life, you can see that there are people there that can be a strong support network at home, at work, and in the church, you know, at your, you know, sports activities that you participate in, whatever and you'll put your self-care center stage um and that's that's what happened for me self-care became center stage so that i have a firm physical and mental foundation to serve the lord with all that i have to give and and that's what i have to say about that all right wow uh yeah and of course um some of the things that I've already spoken about on the show do come come into play um, because we're going to look at, you know, not just saying I have a plan, but how about um, taking a look at preparing our plan to take time to consider what threats we face and what 
consequences could be. Um, thinking the unthinkable in this way will help us to manage the risk and to protect ourselves if uh, things do unravel um, in life, right? I mean, there's these uh, people who, I forgot the name of the show, but anyway, the Doomsday Doomsday what? They, anyway, they're preparing for doomsday, like putting away water, putting away, you know, canned food and stuff in a bunker because, uh, yeah, and we might think they're crazy. But if we know them that day and that thing does happen, guess who house we'd be running to, right? <laughs> oh, man. So listen, um, we we have to, there, there has to be these things, we just might call them plan Bs, I call them contingency plans, right? And communication plans and identify opportunities to practice emergency scenarios so that they no longer paralyze us, um, you know, whether it's a fire drill um, at your workplace that gets you prepared for things. Sometimes I think banks might, if you work at a bank, they might do practice holdups so that you won't be, you know, know, know what to do if a real one does happen. I know being trained in the military that that's all we do to prepare for war is practice war, practice war, practice war, right? Practice war situation, practice getting gas, practice getting bogged down in a, in a, in a muddy trench for three days with no food to eat. You know, um, we prepare for those things because they might could happen. And when they happen, it's better that it won't be the first time that we're encountering it at that moment. That actually happened with me as I was riding my motorcycle. You know, um, I rode my motorcycle in inclement weather on purpose, like it was raining and wind was blowing. And I went out and I rode my bike. Um, intentionally so that that will so that the next storm that comes won't be my first one you know i learned how far i could see ahead by braking distance you know what safe speeds are like how visible i am to other cars took all those things into consideration and lo and behold yes as i'm riding one day all of a sudden the weather changed on me i was riding my bike down to georgia weather changed on me and next thing i know i was in a road a raging rain for about the next five to ten miles but due to having ridden on purpose into rainstorms, I felt a lot more confident. I had the equipment that I needed as far as to throw on my body to make sure that I maintained um, my dryness and uh, kind of really enjoyed that part of the ride too, you know? So preparing, being prepared for things makes all the difference. So I, I want to take some time during um, these segments to um, do a couple of things. Um, one is to prepare contingency and communication plans and identify different opportunities, like I said, um, to practice these different emergency scenarios. Um, and, and being resilient means to be like top heavy in favor of preparation. You know, the more you're prepared, the better you'll cope with adversities when they come. Um, the, 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 the two preparation sections, I'm going to do like two preparation sessions. Um, it'll take a couple of sessions to complete. Um, but I'll talk to you about it so we can set aside blocks of time um, when you won't be distracted, you know, probably during these half hour segments. So, like I said, be be ready to to, to deal with this situation, this this topic of resiliency or bouncing back or whatever it is um, that we're talking about here as, as part of a progressive um, learning. So bring your pens and pencils with you on, on, on Sunday mornings. Um, if you want to continue, there'll be lots of opportunities and lots of things said that you might want to take note of, right? So as, as we progress throughout this, the way I see it, um, we'll think about how you would cope when things don't go to plan. We'll discover the relationship between pressure and stress before learning techniques for managing our own emotions. Because when, 
when you're in the midst of crisis, our adrenaline is high. We dig deep into our personal resources. And when it's over, you need a recovery period, you know. So as we go through the, 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 the process in these different sessions, we'll explore how to manage the aftermath of a crisis, which I'm in the middle of now. Right. I'm still and I'm, I'm learning as I go. And, but I also have learned some things and I'll keep you updated on all on all of them. Right. And we just want to consider how to, you know, review the situation, learn from it and probably teach others how to get through it without causing near as much stress or harm um, that could come to them because you've already went through it and you could share the uh, the ins and outs, the ups and downs in the safest ways through, right? And this is a, the time to, for praise. You know, when we stop to review the situation, look and it's behind us, it's time to praise, it's time for rebuilding relationships and 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 getting on with your A game, you know, keeping um, your plan. You're still getting there. You're just getting there from here now you know um and finally i think we'll bring this all together by laying out um what i think i'll call our, our resiliency um toolkit no I'll, I'll say resilience action planner right um what course of action will help us to deal with difficulties more effectively you know and we're going to talk about really 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 um what i would say are very practical things. Um, they're not theoretical. They're actually real things like, you know, preparing ourselves for the death of a loved one, you know, um, for our children's education, um, for our edu future education, you know, preparing yourself for retirement, you know, preparing yourself. You know, these are things that we hope that we live as we live. We have to, you know, see coming different parts of our life and being prepared for them, right? Um, financially, emotionally, with, with some kind of plan about it. But then there's those unexpected things. And those unexpected things end up being disastrous because they came out of nowhere. We we're nowhere in, in prepare, preparation for it. It's like a storm hit and the weather service didn't get the news for us in time to board up the windows and dig trenches out. And we just got hit full force with with, with the power of the, the ocean and the winds again against us and we want to survive we want to make it we 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 but we don't want to do um, harm to ourselves by by doing the wrong thing in the middle of it you know sometimes when we are not in control of our emotions you go running and jump out a window and it would have been safer to stay right there you know um, because you died jumping out the window um, you were too high up in the ground but if you had stayed there you could have weathered the storm and so with that, um, that's what I'm going to do for the next couple of weeks. So prepare yourself. It's so good to to still be here um, in your midst. Um, you know, it could have turned out much differently, but God said no. Mercy said no. Thank you, Mercy. <laughs> Mercy jumped in and said, no, it's not the time. And God still has, I believe, some work for me to continue to do before he calls me home to be with him, at least for today. And so I want to thank all the um, listeners on EAJ 1023, um, our, our our online radio station is popping. You got to listen into all the different shows that we have. Go um, just go online. Google us www.eaj1023radio.com and uh, see the different um, sets that we do throughout the week. Um, also, you can also listen to the A-Game on Spotify now. So if you missed a segment or two, um, just go on Spotify and put in my name. Winston. If you start with Winston Trumpet, it'll 
probably bring up the A game because that's what it'll bring up the A game. And you can catch up on any of the old ones or uh, re-listen to, to one that inspired you along the way. All right. So thank you so much, Eddie. Oh, as always, always thank you for the platform. My EAJ 1023 families, my new listeners on Spotify now. Um, God bless you. And as I always like to say, be blessed on purpose. Be blessed intentionally because ain't no stopping us now. We just, we, we, you shouldn't have never let us get started because now that we're started, there's no way that we're going to stop. We're going to keep on moving and moving and moving and moving until uh, somebody say no, that we can't do no more. Right. And that hasn't happened yet. So by God's grace and to everyone, I bless you and look forward to you uh, being uh, part of the EAJ1023 family, the A-game fan for the rest of the upcoming weeks as we head into these holidays, y'all. God bless you. And like I said, be blessed intentionally. You're already blessed. Now be blessed intentionally. You know one of the best ways to be blessed? Bless somebody else.